Hi, welcome to the Happiness Hive podcast. I'm Catherine Bowyer and I am completely fascinated by people and what motivates them. I've spent the past three and a half decades specialising in mindset and human behaviour and I've helped thousands of people to create happy and amazing lives. And now I am super excited to be chatting with women from around the world who I have secret and to be honest, not so secret crushes on. They're women who inspire me. I'm intrigued as to how they do life and what makes them tick. I want to find out their magic formula that makes them who they are. And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you to say, I'd like a little bit of what she's having. The conversations are real and raw. They're full of passion, inspiration and lots of fun. And nothing is off limits. So grab yourself a cuppa or pop on your trackie and go for a walk and join us for today's chat. There may just be that pearl of wisdom you need to hear. So let's shimmy on over and get started. I am really excited. This is going to be such a beautiful chat with my guest today, Tiffin Bourne. And I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but I'll come back and I'll check in with you. And Tiff's coming all the way from Lyon in France. And I've had such a beautiful journey of getting to know Tiff. She came to live with our family in 2015 as part of a student exchange program. And it's been absolutely beautiful just getting to know Tiff as a young woman. And I'm going to chat with her today about what her experience was like here in Australia as a teenager, but also what life is like for her as a young woman living in France. So Tiff, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. Thanks. I just love your accent. And I remember (laughs) when you first came, I'm wondering if you remember this, when you first came to live with us in Australia, you're a teenager and you certainly spoke English but weren't fluent in English then, were you? Yeah, I was only 15, 16 at the time when I came. So, yeah, my English was quite broken at the time. <laughs> yes, and you, I think, I'm not sure if we were the best family for you to be exposed to Australian life, but it was beautiful for us having you because you brought a lot of enrichment to our family and it was really great fun, even though quite often there were challenges around the dinner table when we were speaking. But what was the experience as a teenager on a student exchange like? What was that like for you? Mm, that was great. That was really exciting. It was my first time traveling alone and so far away yes, <laughs> from yeah. home. So that was really fun to do that. So many new things to discover at that time. I had a really fun experience. It was only three months in my life, but it feels so much bigger in yes. my heart. I have so many good memories from Australia, from living with you. So. That was a really nice experience. And I think going on exchange stu- as an going on exchange student programs really helps. It really helps to grow, to have a different view on the world and open your mind. I think it's uh really great to do an exchange program. <laughs> yes. And um I'm gonna go back and ask you in a minute why yeah. you chose Australia, um, even though I'm mm-hmm. super glad you did. But you're exactly right. Like student exchange is such a powerful experience. Ellie, my daughter, 
she did a six month exchange in Italy when she was 15 and it was parts of it were not overly positive but it was such a growth experience for her I know (laughs) so what drew you to do a student exchange how did you come about to doing that Uh, so at school there was kind of a competition to enroll in a exchange student program I don't know like they just grew in my mind and I thought maybe maybe that could be great for me to, to go so I just talked to my parents and say that maybe I would like to leave they told me just do my researches so I've been looking for well I was looking for organization they did that yes. so and I found one and they were doing only a three months program in Australia and I just thought it was great so I didn't miss any school year uh, in France so any um it was during July to October so it was during my summer in France so I only missed maybe a month and a half of school in France that was great for me I don't know Australia seems like this big country so far away in France when we think of Australia we think of the outback and yes. kangaroo big cities so I just I just thought why not so yeah. let's go for it and my parents were 100% behind me for this experience. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. And do you remember, I don't know if you remember when we picked you up from the airport at Canberra. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are our international listeners, Canberra is the capital of Australia. We are, it's called the bush capital because we're sort of like a big mm-hmm. country town. It's um, our population Oh gosh, I think maybe it's 400,000. So we're not a huge metropolis, but when we picked you up from the airport, when we drove home, there were kangaroos. Do you remember yeah, the kangaroos? Like... And we went down to the golf course and the, the kangaroos mm-hmm. come right up to, to people around the golf. Well, I mean, we didn't go and stand right with them, but you got to see mm-hmm. kangaroos on your first day. That was very exciting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was really new for me. Um, so exciting. So many new things to discover were you nervous like and this is going back gosh this is going back seven years ago you didn't know us as a family (laughs) were you nervous actually I wasn't that nervous I wasn't really nervous to I don't know I was I wasn't really wondering like what if they didn't like me I don't know from the the small exchanges we had before I came to Australia I just thought we had family is really similar yes so I just thought I would get along with everyone in the family I wasn't really nervous on that but I was more nervous on my English because I wasn't really confident in my English and I was afraid to make to make mistakes yes so yeah that was what made me really nervous at that time Mm, but you got to practice, like you practiced with us, our, our <laughs> yes. crazy family, and you picked <laughs> things up. So we gave you a little bit of the real version of English, maybe. Um, and then going to school, like you went to school while you were mm-hmm. here. So that was, was the school system different to France? That was quite different because I had to choose my subjects, which yes. we don't in France. We just kind of in high school we kind of 
choose a field of study, the literature, science, or more management, but we don't specifically choose a subject. So that was really different when I got to choose subject. I I could never study in high school, like psychology, photography, and I don't remember the others. No, I don't remember the others. I remember the photography. (laughs) Yes. But, (laughs) yeah, that was quite fun to discover a new system. And also the proximity with the teacher is really different. Teacher were really friendly. could just call them with their first name. You don't in France. So don't. Was, it's much more formal, it's isn't it, in France? Much more formal. Mm. Mm. Yes, exactly. The teacher was just really friendly um, because I was French and not fluent in English. They would try to help me as much as they, they could. Yes. So yes, that mm, was a nice experience as well. And it was more about the experience too, wasn't it? You didn't have to get certain grades while you were here. It was mm. certainly about going to school and participating, but it was about the experience. When Ellie was on her student exchange in Italy, um, they have specialty schools and she Mm -hmm. went to a aeronautical school and she was studying aeronautical engineering in Italian and Elliot was just like, what and doing <laughs> high level maths it was just I remember her that was not her forte it was not her it was her pilots there was there was two girls yeah. in the class the rest of them were boys studying to be pilots and they put Elliot in the class with them and it was just like um if you're listening or do you remember that experience? that was very funny that made me laugh and I think when she was studying <laughs> English as one of her subjects, the Italian kids got marked higher than Ellie's fluent English. And it was very, that was a funny experience. So the school system is very different, isn't it? The, yes. in different countries, the, the school system is very different. Yeah. Yeah. Were there challenges when you were here living away from home? Do you recall some of those challenges? Yes. Other than uh, the, 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 the English. Mm-hmm. So um, before we left, the organization that did the exchange student program told us that so at first we're gonna like discover and uh, we're gonna like really enjoy everything and then we're gonna have a a bit of a meltdown because we don't progress progress as much as it would like. We have the yes. cultural shock and there were like moments I was just. I don't understand anything that's happening around me. I don't understand in class. I don't understand uh, with my host family. I don't understand anything. Why am I here? So there was a moment like that because I would just feel not alone, but really just moving across everyone. And I just couldn't understand what was really happening around me. And I couldn't understand conversation around me. So there was quite difficult at that time but I think I started making progress in English after my second month with you so that really helped me (laughs) I reckon it might have been when we played that card game about bullshit and you picked that up really quickly and you were able to um, (laughs) express yourself maybe a little bit (laughs) but it is very 
the culture shock is very real and mm-hmm. being here I think it's a really brave thing to do because you're coming into an environment that's new and exciting, but it's also, mm-hmm. like you said, you're not picking up on the nuances of the conversation around you. You're mm-hmm. feeling alone because you're different and you don't sort of get feeling a little left out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember John and I were, I was looking at doing some work in Cambodia and I was doing some John and I travelled there and we were exploring a place to for me to run some programs there. And I was the minority. I didn't speak the language. Mm. I looked very, very different. Mm. And I felt that, yes, I didn't get what they were all talking about. And it sort of was mm. like they were talking about me. And it's like, what are they saying? And I felt very uncomfortable in some being the outsider, mm. being the outsider. Mm. And it really gave me a greater appreciation for instances where people are outsiders and how we can be more inclusive there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What was your best bit about being in Australia? What was your favourite, mm. favourite thing? Honestly, it was my host family. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> yes. It's not just to send your flowers like to to compliment you, but it's really uh because you we did so much things together, like during the three months we traveled a bit and you always tried to share a moment with me every day. So it was either during dinner or yeah. just coming to my room to ask me how my day was after school and trying to talk to me to I don't know that was really great and we did so much things so yeah that was really yeah do you remember a couple of trips we went on because in Australia it's a big country our family travel we drive a lot so John's from Adelaide and ever since I've been with him we've driven to Adelaide which is a you know 14 hour drive and the kids have the kids are really good travellers and I remember we took you on a couple of day trips and you were kind of like oh my god like we're we're driving I think we did a a trip to Wollongong which is it's only three and a half hours but for you you'd be in a different country if you were in in France you'd be in a different country yeah Um, yes I remember as well uh, one day we just went on a road trip to Adaminabi. Yeah. Oh, I well think. done, Adaminabi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, just to get lunch. <laughs> 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 and I think that was so fun for me because I don't think at first we would ever do a three-hour drive just to get lunch somewhere. <laughs> because from where I live, we would just be going to Paris, have lunch, and then go back home. So. And you would yes, yes. So we quite often, well, not quite often, but. That might be unusual for some families in Australia, but we, we do a lot of day tripping, driving, mm-hmm. traveling for things. And there's so much to see. Gosh, you saw a tiny, tiny little bit of Australia. Mm. So Tiff, what was it like for you going back home after having this beautiful, wonderful experience? Do you remember what the transition was like going back home? Oh. That was horrible going back home <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like my 
exchange program shouldn't have ended only at three months yes. and it should have been longer. So that was really hard. And also when I came back home, there was the reverse cultural shock. Uh, because I got used to the Australian culture, I had my routine and I don't know, I just got used to living there. And then I just had like to go back to my old life. And that was really hard because I missed a month of school and I had to get back in that, uh, try to get back on the work I, I missed. So that was really difficult for me. And I had a really hard time after coming home. Yeah. Do you, re- do you know what? I remember when Elle came back from her trip, she went through the same thing. It was almost yeah. like you've experienced this wonderful new culture yeah. and then you come back. And I don't know if you experienced this, but Elle did. And I certainly did after a period of travel when I was younger when I came home and wanting to share all my experiences, mm. people were mm. like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. But then they weren't really interested. Yes. Yeah. It, did you find that? Because you, you want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what you did to help manage some of that feelings that you had, that bit of a flat patch? So when I came back, we we decided to host an exchange student from Canada so when I came back, there was this Canadian student. She didn't talk a word of French. <laughs> <laughs> she just lied on her letter and said she would uh, she would know a bit of French. But she didn't. <laughs> so, so sometimes we were, we would speak English. Uh, I know it doesn't really help her with the French, but she yeah. would just want to speak to someone, and we would speak in English. So I have this part of me still speaking English, like yeah, eating this part. So I think that helped me because I got used to speaking English after three months. I just like to speak English and she she was there speaking with me. So that helped me to I don't know, to feel a little better. And then I just had to be busy with school, uh, yeah. because that was really difficult that I just wanted to to go back to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and you were in senior years too, weren't you? Like you, when you were yeah. in, when you came here. So for those yes. of you in Australia, TIFF came into year 11. So this, it's in the college system in Canberra and senior years in other states. But what does that equate to in France? Were you in senior? Did you go back to a senior year in France or how did that work? I went back. The 12th grade. And what is the school system in France? So does it go up to, is 12th grade the last mm-hmm. before university? Yes. Yes. So you then, so you had, you came here for three months and I agree with you. I think three months is too short because it really mm-hmm. takes you three months to start to yes. get into your groove. So, so feedback to the exchange people. But and so what did you do? You, you finished your 12th year, 12th class, 12th year. Yes. What did you do after that? Did you go to university? I did. I went to university. I studied international trade for two years. Yes. Well, I think uh, my field of study, I really chose it after my exchange program because I chose uh, studies that were really uh, centered on travels and languages. 
yes, lovely. So, yeah, I did this two-year degree in international trade, and I had to do an internship abroad, and I did it in the U.S. So, <laughs> so that was really different as well from Australia. Are they better, um, or are they better than us? Well, I wasn't in a host family, so I didn't really have that immersive experience. Yeah, cool. So that yeah. was yeah. really different yeah. because when I was in Australia, like I was really fit, uh, yeah. living uh, in Australian family, so that was really great. But in in the US, yeah, I was with two other friends doing the same internship as yeah. me, so we didn't have that immersive yeah. experience. Yeah. What university did you do your degree in France? What was the university? So it's different in France because we can have like uh, universities. And I was going to a high school that did this two-year degree, which is like really frequent in France that high school do a two-year degree after okay. high school. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And then whereabouts – oh, that's Boston in the back. <laughs> whereabouts in America did you go? I went to Utah. Utah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. How come Utah? Was that where you were placed? Uh, yes. So my, my school had like this partnership with this yeah, sure. internship, with this company for the internship. So I just thought that the job was interesting for my internship. So that's why I, I went to yeah, Utah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I don't know much really about. I know little bits about America. How long was that for? How long was the internship for? Uh, For three months. Oh, well, another three months. Yeah. Mm. And when you did that, you then came back, finished your degree, Mm -hmm. and then you went on to do a master's. Is that right? No, just after this two-year degree, I went on a gap year. Oh, Uh, (laughs) And I went to London to be an au pair for a year. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So you would have practiced more of your English mm-hmm. in London. Exactly. So you're sort of building up the conversational mm-hmm. English through Australia, then your little bit in America, and then that would have really yeah. taken mm-hmm. off in London. What was that like being an au pair? Being an au pair was quite difficult at some time yeah. Yeah. because it can be just tiring to look after kids. Yeah. Uh, but I really had a fun experience in London. London is a great city and I just loved the vibe yeah. of the city. Yeah, yeah. That's still my city, like in my heart, but I love is it? the city. Mm. And I, I haven't been back since over two years and I want to, to be able, like, to go back soon. Yes. You'll be <laughs> able to go know. back soon because that's like just going for lunch. How far away is it from <laughs> you're in Lyon? How oh, far? It's it's just uh, maybe not not even a two hours away flight. Yeah, <laughs> you need to go back. You need to go and have lunch in London. Yeah. <laughs> you need to have lunch in London. Yeah. So you yeah. did your year as an au pair. Mm-hmm. Um, how many kids were you looking after? Two kids. So a young girl, uh, she was six years old. I think she's around nine now. Wow. Uh, yes. Her brother was 11 at that time. And did you have to, was it just looking after the kids or did you have to do house stuff as well? No, it was 
only looking after the kids, uh, picking them up from school, going back home and cooking dinner and spending time with them when the parents weren't there or just needed to, just needed me to be with the kids. So they were a great family and I really have good memories with the kids as well. They were amazing. them now <laughs> as well yeah but I had another experience as an au pair because before this family I was in another family and it it didn't really went well I was working way too many hours yeah. for little money and it was twins of three and a half years old so that was oh, really acceptable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the parents just didn't really treat me well so oh, that's not yeah and do you live with the family when you're an au pair you live with them yes so you're part of the family it's quite yes, common isn't it I think that's quite common or quite I common. think in England it's really common to yeah. au pairs yeah yeah probably I don't know if it is as common I don't think it's as common here in Australia I'd like it to be I want <laughs> I want you to come and live back with us <laughs> <laughs> I can look at the done. <laughs> yeah, come and cook me dinner <laughs> come and cook me dinner that would be my dream <laughs> um, so you had your gap year and then what did you do after your gap year uh, so I went back to France to and my bachelor like to do the third year of my bachelor yeah so I did in like economic and management and I had an Erasmus to do as well. And I did it in Czech Republic, but it was during COVID. So oh, I had to go home for a month. Oh, that my was... God. What was that? So you went to the Czech Republic for another? Yes. Oh, yes. What was that like? So you only stayed there. Yeah. But you had yes. to come home, did you, because of COVID? Because of COVID, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't go home. I did my uh, lockdown in Czech Republic. And I went back in May because after that, like, it didn't really make sense anymore. Everything was closed. And in France, everything was going to reopen really soon at that time. So, So this yeah. was and last, was this last year or the year before? 2020. The year before 2020, yes. Yeah. And what was the Czech Republic like? Out, like, aside from mm. lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> well, from my experience, from my Erasmus experience, we just went out a lot with friends from everywhere <laughs> because usually like with Erasmus students, we make friends with er- other Erasmus. So yeah, it was mainly going out and just the university was nice. It wasn't really too, too hard for us. Yeah. So. And did you speak, what language did you speak there? Was English the oh, common language? English. Yes. I learned just a few words in check but it was in English the university uh the classes we took were in English yeah um tell me Tiff what was the program I didn't quite catch that what did you say it was the Erasmus what's that Erasmus oh yes sorry (laughs) that's so in Europe you can go on Erasmus during during university it's an exchange program for university Uh, you can go for a year you can go for three months six months it's an exchange program oh cool wow that's great Mm -hmm. okay so then you came back to France um because France was opening up yeah after COVID Mm -hmm. and what happened there what were you doing then so were you still studying Back when you came back to France? 
after when I came back, yes, I just, I came back in May, so I finished my year, like, uh, yeah. my bachelor. I, I took another gap year for, for working. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I worked for, for a year and then I went to Lyon for my master. Yes. And that's where you are now at Lyon. Yes. Can you say it again? It sounds so beautiful. Can you say it? Lyon. Lyon. And so your home in France, your where your parents live, where is that village? It's in the middle of France. Uh it's three hours away from Lyon. Yeah. And what's the name of your hometown? Saint Clément. Saint Clément. Saint Clément. <laughs> and so then so you're living in Lyon now mm-hmm. and you're studying and working, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. And you're continuing. So what are you studying now? So I'm studying project management yeah. and it's, um, it's quite like um, frequent in France that we work and study at the same yeah. time, but we yeah. work for our studies and we are paid to go to school and to work. Yeah. So I have one of school and then two weeks of work oh wow so yeah that's um it sounds more organized in australia it's very common for some students to be working to pay to go to university but it's Mm. a separate it's up to them what they organize for their work and some people don't work they 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 are supported to go through uni so you, what are you doing now for work? Tell me, this is actually a really nice full circle story. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, so I'm working in the administrative, sorry, uh, side of a company would, would um, do exchange program for yeah. young people. <laughs> yeah. That is beautiful that TIFF's working in uh, admin in a company that does exchange students for um, international exchange students. So mm-hmm. having you there would be a wealth of knowledge and so valuable for that company because you've been through it. You know mm-hmm. what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's, and that's, that's fun to be on the other side of the exchange uh, yeah. programs, to, yeah. programs to see like what exactly is going on, um, what they are doing behind your yeah application yeah so that's really fun yeah that's good to be able to do that and so you're living in Lyon and you were telling me the other day it's quite expensive for rent Mm. there sounds very on par with Henry's living in Melbourne in a two-bedroom unit and Mm. the rent sounded on par I think we worked out that you're paying maybe 900 equivalent to 900 Australian Mm. dollars a month yes. for rent. Yeah. 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 It's expensive, isn't it? Um, mm. especially when you're studying and working and all of that stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, that's um, right. Mm, Tiff, what I, I was going to ask you because we chatted about this a little while ago. There was mm. you, you had that little flat period when you got back home yeah. after your exchange, but you also, mm. You've had some ups and downs with, mm-hmm. you know, some flat spots. Um, yes. What's that been like for you to sort of manage? How do you go about managing those times when you're not feeling fantastic? Mm. 
That was quite difficult because I couldn't identify exactly what was wrong, what was going wrong. But I think that what really helped me uh, was getting in a routine. I know that's really what everyone say, uh, but really ex exercising had helped me a lot. Um, just getting busy in general. So, yeah, that really helped me to see more my friends, uh, exercise more, and have more quality time with my family or my boyfriend. Like That really helped me out during those times. Yeah, so it's about, you know, recognising what the emotions are and then yeah. keeping busy and doing some things to be able to help to physically mm -hmm. move through, to help the emotions mm -hmm. move through. So that's, I, I know when we were chatting a little while ago that that was a little bit yeah. of a flat spot. But now on the flip side of that, what do you do for fun? What are some of the things that a young woman <laughs> in Lyon does for fun? So I would just go out to exercise a little bit, maybe twice a week. Go out with friends, go yeah. out for a drink, yeah. go out to eat. Yeah, just sightseeing a little bit in Lyon because there's so much to see as well yeah. in here. So, yeah. It sounds, very, it sounds <laughs> very similar to young people in Australia. <laughs> what they do for fun is catching up with friends, being mm. able to socialise and go out. Everything now is opened up, isn't it, after COVID? Mm. Is that Yes. Yes, yes, so back to kind back of to normal. normal. Yeah, mm. yeah. Tell me about Lyon. How many, how big is Lyon? Do you know the population? Oh, I don't really know the population uh, exactly, oh, okay. but I, the third city. Uh, third biggest the, city uh, in France. Yeah. Yeah, so it's mm, a big yeah. city. Yeah, big, mm -hmm. big, big city. And where is it? It's Is it south or is it central? It's on the... Um, East side, close yes. to Switzerland. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. And what's next for you? What are you, what have you got planned next? I don't know. <laughs> so I have this plan that maybe, uh, we just talked a little bit with my boyfriend. We didn't really explore this idea yet. Yeah. But I would like maybe to work for I don't know, for after my master, to work maybe for six to eight months and then maybe go to New Zealand to travel a little bit. Oh, our cousins go to New Zealand. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful yes. country. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. I would come, of course, to visit you in Australia if you I could. Absolutely. <laughs> We're so close. <laughs> um, that would yes. be beautiful to travel in New Zealand mm. and to mm. just explore. There, It is an absolutely beautiful country there's, there's so many mm. yeah it, it's much smaller so you could see much more of um but there's really beautiful um, elements yeah cool so just doing the work holiday visa and travel a little bit around and maybe after i would like to take another master uh yeah. in our trade so mm. i would like to do only the second year of my of this master because i've already like done a lot of studies so I don't want to go back for two more years so I would like to maybe try to do only the last year of uh, the Master of International Trade so I have different field of study specialties. Yeah and you were saying that the master mm -hmm. system there that you can 
can you explain that to me again? Do you choose the, like when you're saying to do the second mm -hmm. year, you, how does that work? So it's usually not really for master, but for, uh, from bachelor to masters. We yeah. have credits that we yeah. validate every year. That's what really help us, like in Europe, to go to, from this bachelor to this master. So we have all the credits, uh, required for this bachelor or this master and we yeah, can because sure. and since i have all my uh, credits from like the other years i think i could try to do only the last year of sure. the master because i have the credits yes um, yeah i studied like for for five years so it's not like i didn't do anything yes so yes. yeah yeah no i get that so you that you can use yeah. your credits hopefully to yeah. Not have to go through some things that maybe you've studied already mm -hmm. or things that are not going to be on your path. That's, so there's a lot of years of study there. Is that normal for people to, for people to study that much in France or not? Or you've chosen? Uh, uh, I think we usually, usually do, uh, to the mass, to the bachelor at least. Yes. Um, yes. and a lot of people go to the master. Yeah. But you know, that's the same as Australia. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people don't go to university, but when, people going to university often get to the I'd say the majority get to the bachelor and then I don't even know what the proportion but a, a, a smaller proportion would go on and do their masters mm -hmm. and higher elements as well so it sounds mm -hmm. similar it sounds you know similar so yeah. oh Tiff it's just been absolutely beautiful to mm -hmm. talk with you and just to reflect on you know the the time when we met but also your journey and how life is panning out for you and I absolutely look forward if you do end up traveling to New Zealand make sure you tag on the flight across the ditch so we can we can catch up with you again too that would be absolutely beautiful so thank you hugs and happiness and thank you so much Tiff for making time to chat see ya thank you that was so lovely Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can spread the love by sharing it with a friend so she can have a little bit of what we had today. And don't forget to rate and review so we can get it into as many hearts and ears as possible. You can keep the conversation going on my Happiness Hive socials. And if you'd like some more high vibe happiness in your life, come and join me in our community of inspired and motivated women at the Happiness Lounge. This is my online membership club and your central hub for everything you will need to be truly happy and bounce out of bed every day living and loving your best and most beautiful life. To find out more, pop over to the Happiness Hive website and click on the link working with Catherine. Until next time, big hugs and happiness.